Hello and welcome to episode 189 of the Gamers Advocate. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Bankhurst, alongside Bill Roberts, Adrian Wheeler, and Jack... Wait, no. We upgraded. We got someone so much better today because who cares about Jack Witt, right? You know, he's beautiful. He outshines us all. So we ended He's so 2000 and late. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) So we brought in a true superstar, a champion of the people, Doug Buchanan. What is up, my friend? Welcome to the show. Welcome, bro. What is up? Not a whole lot is going on. I am uh, off work for the night, going into work tomorrow, but I am hanging out with my buddies on the internet right now (laughs) in between. I am so excited to talk about some video games and some other shit. It is good to finally uh, be talking to everybody semi-face-to-face, still over the internet, but (laughs) not over emails and tweets. Hello, everybody. Hello. You may may know Doug as Tequila Werewolf in chat and through some of the questions, and Doug has been, you know, not only a listener, but a friend, and we're so happy to have him on the show and actually talk to him for once, so it's the honor is all ours, my friend. So, yeah, so if, if people don't know who you are for some unknown reason why don't you give people a little idea of who doug is um well i have been listening to the podcast since right around probably march 2020 i don't know if you guys remember march 2020 or what there's some (laughs) stuff that went on around that time period yeah a little Uh, something something but i was uh i wanted to get into death stranding and I had heard some reviews. Basically, all the reviews were like, you'll either like it or you'll hate it, depending on if you like it or you hate it. <laughs> okay. That's, that's not that's that useful. Kind of true. It's true. But it's true. Yeah. 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 And I was like, well, let's see if I can find anybody talking about it. I was going on a lot of walks in those days. And so I found like one of y'all's old episodes and basically like caught up from there. Um, like got to listen kind of and fast forward to like Adam um, Adam's raising a child kind of just went from like, <laughs> you know, just, just Adam's like, Oh wow. We're pregnant. Oh, what, oh, hey, we oh wow. So yeah, that's <laughs> so, so weird. To listen to that and, like fast forward in like three weeks and be like, wow, congratulations. That's, <laughs> that's really <weird."> funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. I've been listening to the podcast for a while, always um, looking for new video games to play. So I'm always coming here to, listen to you guys um and shout out to you know everybody else uh, that writes into the podcast and stuff like that jose uh, zabe um i'm drawing blanks on names right now but i I've, you guys have done a great job building a community of people that write in and people that you talk to and i'm glad to be a part of that community it's awesome to talk to you guys it's yeah. very awesome to have you. It really? Yeah, absolutely. Is. Thank you so much. Thank you. And so so what are what are some of your favorite games that you know, we like to ask people, like, what's your kind of gaming taste? Or do you have a favorite game of all time oh, yeah. or anything like that? Um, right now I'm playing through Hades. Oh, nice. Which nice. I'm loving a lot. I kind of played most of the way through that on my friend's Switch when he was living with me. And then he moved out. Um, so I ended up buying it for the PS5. Playing through that again. Um, I really think, you know, my type of game is, like, story heavy single player games for the most part or story and combat heavy and then um i like some brawlers some party games as well you know stuff like that uh like god of war i grew up loving god of war like the the original ones on the ps2 and those 
like I love those so much and it was really cool when they came out with the newer series and it's with such a gap in between and the, the way they changed the tone of the games just like ah oh, man so much more serious so great uh like the last of us uh my friend gave me their ps4 last year like around the same time at the beginning of the um pandemic and i played through so many single player story games and it just like brought me back to being a kiddo and playing those games you know instead of the multiplayer shooters or anything like that just like getting lost in a world that's that's definitely been my my preference lately. Yeah, that's nice. That's what I'm all that's about. That's a good too. friend. Yeah, I'll yeah, say. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, 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 seriously. So that was like that was had you had a like a PS3 before or was that kind of your first PlayStation or Um, I had a PlayStation 2 way back in the day and then I tweeted out as a joke like hey, somebody should give me a PlayStation 4 so I can play um God of War. And she was stationed in Pakistan, I think, at the time, um, but saw my tweet and messaged me and was like, hey, I'm stationed in Pakistan, so I can't play my PlayStation, and I don't really need it. So um, I called my mom and told her, and you can just go pick it up. <laughs> oh and God. she awesome. just like, gave me her PS4, like, thank you for your service. Thank you for your PS4. And <laughs> I was like, can I Venmo you? Can I pay you for it? And she was just like, no, I don't really use it. So she gave me hundreds of hours of entertainment. And then um, I got a PS5. And one of my buddies um, just moved out to Colorado to do a rotation as a nurse out in Colorado. And I gave him the PS4. And he got super into like Bloodborne and Sekiro and all those like Soulsborne type games. And so like, that's all, it, those are like the only games he's played. He's like never been into video games before. And now he like only plays the hardest. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's a weird guy. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. But yeah. So just been, like I said, like I love, um, love single player games, love story intensive story games. Um, but I like those party and combat games stuff too, just because, Every game is more fun when you have friends to play it with. So that's true. Those are great too. You know, actually, Smash Bros, actually, Mario Party. Bill and Jack and I and Zabe played some Back for Blood, and I liked it a lot Ooh. more than I was expecting. I mean, I I like always was you know kind of excited to try it out, but we kind of got into like this flow of of gameplay and combat and stuff like that, and it was it was very enjoyable. Nice. I had a very good time. Nice. I awesome. would uh, second that. We had a lot of fun. Dying, saving each other's ass, running like <laughs> hell. Good times. I went full melee build and was just chomping everybody. It was it was quite entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I love a melee build in any game. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. It's fun just <laughs> see, like chowing, like chomping down literally everybody. See, we had so much fun. It was what Saturday night, right? Yeah. Um, Jack and I went back and played some on Sunday, but we were with some randos and they were kind of dumb and one of them started just sabotaging everything on purpose. <laughs> and it just wasn't the same, man. We missed playing it with you guys. Yeah. And we also did something else special on Saturday. Bill did something that no one ever thought possible, but got all the achievements wow. in a new game called the forest. His first time <laughs> playing it. Yes. I got the platinum on PlayStation and now I have all the achievements on steam too. Thank you, Adam, for jumping in with me for 10 minutes to finish that. Wow. <laughs> nice. That's an achievement. I was very proud. So I can't, I've never been an achievement hunter. So to get one on two different systems and it'd be this game. What's, what's the deal right? with it not being on Xbox? 
Because if they said anything I don't about know. that? Because if it was, I would buy it again. And do it again. <laughs> I, know you, I was like, you got to get the trifecta. Although no. I'm I'm pretty hooked on it on PC now, man. I, it's got it. Is it on the Switch? No. Okay. I would play the Switch if it was, <laughs> and I'd beat it again. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It was it was fun helping you out and doing all that stuff, and it it ran really well on PC. It looked it looks pretty nice. It was pretty pretty smooth. Even though Bill yeah, kept killing does. me over and over. That's literally all, all I got out to play is so Bill could kill me like literally 15 times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I gave him a weapon and then I killed him and revived him 10 times. That was it. And then we were done. That's all I had to do. Whoopsie. It's a good friend. Yeah. That's true love right good there. Right there. But uh, yeah, it's all it's all good. Adrian, what you been up to? Um, I have been playing um, a game I didn't expect to be playing. Um, I went ahead... And I did buy Call of Duty this year. Oh, okay. Um, I was not expecting to, especially after all the shit that Activision did. Yeah. Um, but I kind of did it for two reasons. One, Activision has made more changes than I necessarily thought they would um, in the aftermath. Uh, they have made more changes than like Ubisoft has. And Ubisoft had their scandal thing like a year ago or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've made some good changes that I like seeing uh and then the other thing was um andy emily's brother who lives with us he was gonna buy it on my xbox regardless so i was like he's he wants to buy it if he's buying it i'm and it's there i'm gonna play it so (laughs) i went ahead and and got it um and uh it was definitely i was back and forth you can ask christian i was back and forth like i don't know like I definitely don't want to support Activision, but they are making some good changes, and there are the developers that seem like they don't really have anything to do with the issues. Um, but yeah, I went ahead and bought it. Um, I was definitely pretty hard against Activision uh, over the summer when the news came out, and I'm still hoping they do even more. Um, but they have made some good changes to try and address the toxic work culture that they've got going on there. Um, and I... I'm very happy to say that this is the best Call of Duty they've had in uh, a while. Oh, wow. um, really? It is much, much better than Modern Warfare 2019 or Call of Duty or Cold Black Ops Cold War. Like as far um, as how it feels? It, yeah, it feels super good. It's like a combination of Modern Warfare 2019 and World War II, which came out in 2017, because obviously it's a World War II game from the same developers as that one as well, Sledgehammer. Um and yeah it feels fantastic um the one of the best things about it is call of duty over the years has had less and less content each time so it used to be at a launch for like a game like modern warfare 2 which really like obviously uh cod 4 was like the first big one but modern warfare 2 was like even bigger uh like worldwide people loved it um that one launched with like 20 maps had like 10 guns in every single like gun uh, archetype like sniper shotgun assault rifle that sort of stuff over the years the le- number of maps that are included at launch and the number of guns that you can unlock from the beginning have dwindled down to it's basically like you get four or five guns in each category and last year with cold war you got eight um like six v six maps which six v six is the normal like mode of call of duty like the normal like you think team deathmatch or something like that uh they only had eight maps at launch this game launched with 16 standard maps plus extra for like the the uh, higher player count lobbies so this game had like the most content at launch than 
any Call of Duty in like the past five or six years. Um, and this one is it's it's so much fun to play. I've been playing it a lot today. Um, played it a little bit when it launched on Thursday. And it's also like one of the smoothest Call of Duty launches like Sledgehammer Games when they launched World War Two back in 2017. That was one of the worst video game launches ever. Like they their oh, yeah, party up system, that. their party up system did not work for like almost an entire month after launch. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm very happy to say, I'm glad that it was one of those things like where I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to make the commitment. I'm going to get this game. And then it turns out to be shit. And I'm glad to say that's not the case. It's, and the, did the you developers... say you played, played the campaign as well? I have not. No, I haven't had a chance to. Christian played it. Um, uh, he beat it today. Actually, it's pretty short. He says it's shorter than most and it's good. Okay. Uh, it's not like a must play, but it's definitely one of those things. Like it's only like five or six hours compared to the usual like eight to ten hours so all right gotcha i have to give a shout out to my friend belinda garcia who is a narrative designer on the game and Mm -hmm. she used to be at ubisoft and was kind of you know was in the kind of funny community for a bit and she was yeah worked on the game which is like wild it's like it's so crazy yeah Yeah, i was like oh my god that's that's i mean that's the dream working on a game of that size and doing stuff and like the team behind the campaign is made up of you know a lot of women and very diverse people and like they're really trying to bring in and tell different stories and like it, I, I i appreciate yeah. what they were doing with it so i got I, I, th- I think it's cool to support that stuff for sure yeah so that's what i've been playing nice yeah nice good stuff oh, yeah. yeah i i really haven't been playing too much it's been a lot of work this week but it's been good stuff but i did see eternals last night it was my Ooh. first movie back since the craziness happened. It felt like <laughs> it felt like being home. It was it was like really yeah. nice being in a theater. <laughs> like we saw it in uh, Dolby Atmos, and like nice. it was yeah. It, was it packed? It was actually. I was surprised. Like I didn't buy the tickets till like the day before, mm-hmm. and because I I figured oh there's not going to be anybody in here. I, I didn't really even know, and it was like pretty much full. I was like oh, luckily we we got like a few seats and stuff, but. Yeah, it was it was pretty packed, but I mean, people were wearing their masks. I mean, besides eating and stuff like that, and yeah, I mean, it felt it felt it felt good to do it. But yeah, you know, Eternals is uh, has been is officially the lowest, like has the lowest Rotten Tomato score ever for an MCU film. It's the first MCU film that has a rotten score. It's right now it's at forty eight percent, and you know, people say it's it's a little too big for its britches. It's you know going trying to you know, tell too much of a story in time, in that time frame and stuff. I mean, the movie literally has like 10 lead characters. It's kind of insane. <laughs> like, like where the Avengers kind of, kind of had like their core group, each of them kind of had their own movie to set everything up. So they tried to introduce all these characters and, you know, tell this big story and do all this stuff. And a lot of people are, you know, they're not, you know, they're saying it's not bad, but it's uh, a little much, but I kind of loved it. <laughs> I was like, nice. I actually really, enjoyed what they set up and you know I, I, it's you know it's a little hard to talk without spoilers but i thought you know having these characters we don't really know who these characters are i had that kind of same feeling when i walked into guardians of the galaxy because you know obviously you know something happens but when you watch some of these big movies with these big name stars a lot of times you're kind of not worried that anything's really going to happen to them but mm-hmm. in this one, you know, anything's kind of fair game with what's going to happen. So I kind of liked learning the stories. And, like, there was – it's actually a very funny movie. A lot of very good comedic beats. And, like, the star of the show was, like, a side character that 
is is like he's like the valet of one of the Eternals, and he's just hilarious. And there's just a lot of good good beats and moments, and kind of what they set up for the MCU is really interesting. And yeah, sure, like there's some things that could have been better, and like you know, it's it's hard to tell this massive story in this time, and I think some of the stuff got rushed or was maybe not the right focus. But it's a gorgeous movie, and I I like the characters. I I kind of understood their relationships and I thought they did a really good job doing it. And for those who don't know, it's directed by Chloe Zhao, who is, uh, she directed Nomadland, which won the Academy award for best picture this year. So it's got, you know, good pedigree, good things. And, you know, like I said, I, I kind of like a good divisive movie. Cause I think there's a lot of conversation that can happen around it. And so I'm, I'm very curious to see, I think Adrian said he's going to try and see it soon, but might see it tonight. depending oh, yeah. on What time we got here. And if, what we got going on but, but like uh, bye everybody enjoy the movie yeah <laughs> but i think you know i I'll, i'm probably in the minority in this but i think it's one of my more favorite mcu films for being honest interesting so i'm super excited to see it yeah so it, it'll be interesting but it's i but i think the main reason that i really like eternals is because it basically sounds like returnal so it's basically the year of eternal for adam <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. I think that that may have have kind of swayed my vote a little bit, but no, it was a. Jeez, Adam, why don't you just get obsessed with one game all year about it? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you just watch it, but but if you miss something, instead of just rewinding ten seconds, you have to go all the way back to the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it's, watch, yeah, it, watch it from. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! With a different subtitle. Yeah, language. seriously. Yeah, <laughs> would that be something? Doug, are you a MCU guy at all? Um. I am not. I really don't. I like superheroes, and I even like superhero movies and superhero cartoons, but it's just, I think it might partially be because kind of a completionist, and at one point when I was in college, I was like, oh, The Avengers, that should be a cool movie, and my roommate was like, yeah, have you seen Thor 2? and iron man one and two and i was just like all right i just know <laughs> i know it's I a big like, I, I can't yeah, yeah and i i respect the whole like the way that comic books cross over with each other and characters are always intertwining and there's callbacks to episodes way in the past i really respect and appreciate how the mcu has done that at like a massive hollywood movie and um tv scale it's just not necessarily for me yeah nothing wrong with that like um i like guardians of the galaxy i really love that movie um i like the second one too just kind of the more one-off style thing so maybe i'll like eternals you know maybe maybe i'll like that i i really liked um it's definitely i would i would say it's definitely a safe one to go into if you have not been following it like they have you know some references and some things but like i mean i took betsy my wife and She's not really, you know, big on the, I mean, she's watched some of them, but she wasn't really lost because it is a very kind of contained story a, a bit. So. Yeah. yeah I like the, and I respect that. I like the part where uh, Doug's like, is, my buddy was like, have you seen this? And he's like, this interview's over. No, get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. it is uh, overwhelming though, if you don't know all that stuff and definitely I'm kind of there too. Yeah. And especially, well, because I had read a lot of the comic books and knew some of it, and I was like, oh, well, like, cool, I kind of know what these stories are, and I didn't realize until it was too late that, like, 
the MCU and the comic books are totally different because also the comic books are 20 different stories. And <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, you know, I, um, I used to really enjoy shitting on them, like just really like laying into them. And I think my big problem with it is I don't, I get really lost when a movie is just in front of a green screen, like the entire time yeah. and doesn't really lay into that. Yeah. If it's something like, sin city where it's supposed to be bizarre and they lay into it that's cool but um you know like the transformers movies or a lot of the um mcu movies when there's a battle sequence that goes on for 40 minutes and all of it is just explosions of a like cgi city that tends to turn me off and i know that not all of them are like that and i know that there's tons of value to them outside of that but that's just kind of what loses me i'm actually well, kind of I'm, I'm kind of the same there. way you too i like i kind of some of those things just i just kind of start falling asleep when that stuff happens. it's it's supposed yeah, to be like the I'd exciting rather, stuff but it's just like i've seen this a million times it's nothing yeah substance I'd is have always more interaction be between the characters yeah definitely. So you must love yeah. the prequels um. oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there's the prequels have some um, some good traits to. There's some good <laughs> moments in the prequels, um, but yeah, definitely not. Um, so that's another thing. Like, as far as the newest Star Wars movies, I think I like. I'm one of those people that liked Rogue One more than anything yeah. else. Yeah, you know, just because it's uh, like give that, that little self-contained story that in my opinion gave more weight to the other bigger stories because it created kind of like these little, uh, you know, the little kind of people, not little people, but, you know, the individual stories uh, that add up to a bigger event, especially as somebody who's interested in military history and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. There's always these really cool stories about, you know, squads or individual units that do this incredible thing as opposed to just, you know, seeing the massive units and the massive like space battles it, it was cool to kind of see the opposite of that where it was just a very small unit kind of going in and doing something on the ground yeah. i really enjoyed that part yep no i definitely agree rogue one's the best of the disney star wars movies and it's one of the best star wars movies period in my opinion yeah it's so. a good one man that's fun it is it's got donnie yen in it yeah, yeah it's true yeah the cast in that is so good too well, as, as, as much as I would love to just go on a Star Wars tangent, we do have a Marvel-themed question that I would love Adrian to read. And it is from Ooh, yeah. Marquand, who wrote into podcast Marquand. at thegamersadvocate.com, just like you can. All righty, Marquand, thanks for writing in. I heard the cry for some questions, and I have arrived. Ha-ha. <laughs> Marvel's Midnight Suns was delayed, and Marvel's Eternals is out this week, and it got me in some sort of uh, Marvel mood. Um. What Marvel game would you like to see, or has yours already been released? Thanks, y'all. So yeah, it's a definitely a very Marvel heavy week. Lots of yeah. Marvel news coming up, coming all over the yeah. place. But uh, yeah, Marvel Midnight Suns it looks good. I mean, I think it it was delayed to the second One half of twenty twenty two. What was that, Bill? Nothing. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that that game looks pretty cool. But yeah, I don't know if anybody has any any thoughts on on this question. Hmm. As the non-Marvel fan, uh, what do you think, Doug? I am again. <laughs> I'm not a. I'm not a Marvel Cinematic Universe fan. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yep, yep, yep. But I do. I do still love comic books and stuff like that. Um, the 
XCOM stuff. I think it's the developers that made XCOM are making a Avengers game. It's like a turn-based oh, that's strategy. Midnight Suns. Yeah, that's the one we were just talking about. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, there we go. Well, At least they're making it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pitching in for Jack, right? Yeah, so exactly. Well, excited for the Wolverine movie, that, or Wolverine game that's coming out. Definitely. Oh, Here, yeah. y'all, y'all go. Let me think about some shit that hasn't already that doesn't already exist. <laughs> y'all, y'all go ahead. There's only there's there's one there's one answer that everyone needs to to ask. Oh wait, no, sorry, that's DC. I take everything back. <laughs> there, I was I was I was I was working I was working on a, a story and I was introduced to a superhero named Granny Goodness, who's like a super villainous wow. in the DC Comics universe, and I was like. I need to know more about this granny goodness person. So that that, that would be um, my vote for a game, but it's uh, apparently DC, so screw that. Yeah, we're doing DC. I would say Dog Welder. Oh, I don't even. Uh, I, don't even I don't even know who that is. Yeah, Dog Welder welds do- dead dogs to people's faces. Hey. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> All right, I'm in. The New Earth DC. Um, there's a whole team of people that just have like really stupid abilities. Like um, Dog Welder is one of them, and he welds dead dogs to people. Um, there's the Defenestrator. Um, to be defenestrated <laughs> is to be thrown out of a window, and he just carries around a window like in a window frame and throws people <laughs> out of it all over the place. <laughs> it's a it's, it's a fucking great little comic book. Oh I'll I'll try God. to fi- I'll try to find. So that's DC... an untapped gold mine right there. <laughs> It's not yeah. drug test. Got Dude, it. that's the that's the movie we need. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's kind yeah. of amazing. That's kind of amazing. Oh my god. Yeah, that's. Uh, I I would. I mean, I I think we're probably due. I mean, I know we're getting Wolverine, but some kind of X Men video game. I feel like should be on its way soon. I feel like there's so many characters that you can kind of dive into that one. For sure. I mean, you could do a awesome. you could do a Gambit video game and have it all be microtransactions where you have to like pay for cards that he can use to attack and stuff. Why would you speak that into existence? <laughs> yeah, that, that's... <laughs> if it happens, this is on you. <laughs> they were, they're were they listening right now. It's, it just sells itself. I mean, come on. <laughs> I have two in mind that I think would be pretty cool. I've heard some people talk about them before. Like, people have brought the ideas up before. I think a uh, Doctor Strange game would be really cool because they can make it, like, super trippy. Yeah. Um Good I think idea. my my preferred one actually though would be uh a Black Panther game because Black Panther has at least you in the MCU. One, I, I, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, um Marvel's Avengers this to me doesn't count. Um but uh I will admit I don't know much about Black Panther in the in the actual comics so I'm not sure in the MCU Wakanda has a bunch of technology there, like very technologically advanced country. Um, so you could have, you could easily do lots of different tech upgrades, different gadgets, that sort of stuff that uh, you could throw on different suit augmentations, that sort of stuff. Yeah, fun one, yeah. But and obviously Black Panther can be very stealthy, so you can you know go in, uh, claws out, guns blazing, or you can like stealth your way through a, an area. So I think that'd be a fun game. I like that. How about how about like Among Us, but like mystique is the one who's like hidden as one of the other characters and you have to find out who she is. Cause she's like sabotaging people nice. or like some that kind of nice. like <laughs> some kind of like multi like multiplayer game where mystique is like the, 
the one verse 100 type thing. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Jeez. I kind of like that idea, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really like uh, Adrian's idea of the Doctor Strange game. And I think maybe... I do too. Um, was, who made uh, Control? Remedy. Oh, uh, Remedy. That would be... Yeah, that, yeah, I feel like if you gave them a little bit of time, that would be a really cool game if they did a Doctor Strange game. Oh, yeah. That'd be dope. Definitely. Doug, hold that thought. I'm going to get um, the CEO of Marvel on the phone real quick, and I want you to pitch that. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. All right, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll get will. Kevin Feige. As long as right, Dog Walder does... gets to show up. Yeah, Dog Welder can have a cameo, <laughs> even though he's DC. <laughs> it's the crossover we deserve. Yes, exactly. It's a, yeah, yeah. That's the one person they're gonna get to come over. They're like, well, we can do Dog Welder. It's. Oh my god. I promise it's a real thing. Like, I'm... <laughs> you punk settle down, and I'm gonna come over there and weld a dog to your fucking face. That's the most <laughs> random thing I've ever heard in my life. Quit farting around. Oh my god. I just want to hear the theme song to this, man. Jesus. <laughs> love how when you go to his like wiki page, his abilities is just dog welding. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's his, he welds dog. <laughs> Cue the game. I don't know what I expected. Like, Criminals yeah. in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welding dog is to the face. Dog welder. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. Oh, comic books. <laughs> Gotta love them. Got to love yep. them. Yeah. I have to look this up now. Yeah, it's uh, sure is something. See, this is why we brought Doug on to introduce us to the to the world. To dog so, world. so that you'll know about the best, the best yeah. hidden heroes. But speaking, I feel like Gar. Oh, what were you saying? I was. I, I feel like there's a cross section of um superheroes that are just like crazy, like out there, like Dog Welder or like the the Defenestrator dude. Uh, that I feel like it's got the same energy as like a lot of minor league baseball teams. Like there's a lot of minor league yes, baseball teams yes, that have some weird yeah. names. Like in East Lansing, there's the or not necessarily East Lansing, but in Lansing there is the Lansing Lugnuts, and just like it's a, a Lugnut is their mascot. There's the Rocket City, which is Houston. They've got the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Uh, which is literally th their mascot. How about the Albuquerque so, Isotopes? Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Albuquerque uh, Isotopes. What about the Sod Poodles? That is, I forget what city they're in, but that, <laughs> they're a city in Texas. That's a real team. The Mud Hens. The Rubber Ducks. Yeah, the Rumble great... Ponies. The Iron Pigs. We got the the Renegades was our hockey team in Richmond until they yeah. uh, shut down. And they came back and they were the River Dogs and they left and then they were the Renegades again. The Rocket City like, Trash Pandas. Fire Rains. Oh, the Flying Squirrels. The Flying Squirrels is our minor league baseball team. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. that's, that's, you, guys, yeah. you guys have the Richmond Kickers there. You've been to a Kickers game? Um, I have not been to a Kickers game, but they, I think there are practice places connected to the place that I go rock climbing sometimes. Ooh, I'm not really a soccer person, honestly. Dude, there is, um, oh, God. Trying to think of one of the other minor league teams that has a really goofy name. There's so one of them's the Chihuahuas, and oh, yeah, I forget what <laughs> city that is, but their mascot's hilarious looking. That is El Paso, El Paso Chihuahuas. That makes sense because nothing says menacing quite like a Chihuahua. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, that is that is pretty. I just crazy. I want to hear more of these like DC heroes i've never heard of is there like sink pisser or you know anything <laughs> <laughs> oh my god sink watch out 
Here comes Sink Pisser with his sidekick, <laughs> Courtesy Flush. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man. How about oh, no. Liesel Pond? A sentient smallpox virus Green Lantern? That's a pretty weird one. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I like that one. There's a yeah. yeah, there's some there's some interesting ones. There's Detective mm. Chimp, a chimpanzee detective. He's a smoking, drinking, super smart chimp. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that rock. <laughs> um there is okay, so Dogwelder is part of a team that follows a guy a hero named Sixpack, whose powers get stronger the more he drinks, but they only get stronger in his own imagination. <laughs> so he's just a drunk that guy awesome. that runs around and fighting people getting his ass kicked. That's so I funny. can't I cannot find my friend sent me this whole article about um <laughs> Dogwelder and his team. <laughs> And I can't, I can't find the full comic that they're in. So people are, people are gonna think that I'm just making this shit up like a maniac. (laughs) Coupon clipper and the savings of justice. (laughs) Oh my gosh! (laughs) The the defenestrator is definitely that's the funniest shit to me because I don't know, just carrying around a it's not just a window; it's got like the whole frame and everything. That's, that's just great. <laughs> that is so random. I just imagine like an announcer like in, in wrestling or whatever. It's like, it's it's the Definishrider with the window. <laughs> with the, picture someone going to work on Monday with a dog welded to their face. And you're like, what the hell? Like, Look, I was jaywalking. I guess it's my own fault. I don't know. <laughs> fucking welded a dog to my face. It stinks. Fuck off. <laughs> Dog welded to his face and a bunch of broken window shards all over his body. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's, um, and there's Jean Pierre Pierre, the French guy that attacks people with with, a baguette. um, Okay. I have found, I have found the called Section 8 is the name of the team. We got Six Pack, um, Bueno Excelente, who I think is kind of a racist Hispanic character. Uh, Always we'll got that one. The de- <laughs> the, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the Defenestrator, Dog Welder, Friendly Fire. Um, he would Friendly Fire would easily be the most powerful of Section 8's heroes if he were to shoot anything other than allies <laughs> with the potent bolts of energy he fires from his hands. He's the most defeatist member of the team and the only one who will admit how pathetic the team is. <laughs> What is going on? Yonde Baton Baton is the um, French guy who beats people up with a baguette. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, why not? It's, yeah, it's an awesome Section 8. Look up look up the Section 8 comics. It's the They're the best team. Um, that's the video game I want. Nice. It's just, just here, Section here. 8. That checks. Can I, just, can I just read one part of this? This, uh, this, this description, <laughs> please. please? Please, please. So, <laughs> Superman arrives and is trying to like talk to the team to like remind them that they're superheroes. So then Dogwelder's wife finds him and tries to convince him to come home. Superman reminds Sixpack that he is indeed a hero and reaffirms his convictions. Although Dogwelder is about to leave with his family, he notices they brought their dog. Dogwelder proceeds to weld the dog to his son. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Whoops! Oops! <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> what? 
Where did they get these? Like, oh shit, we just ran a red light. Nah, we're cool. No, here comes Donkey Punch. Fucking run. <laughs> Apparently there was Dog Wilder that's too where, as well. That's where we come back. There's that's where we come back to the, the like Superman is evil thing. Because Superman could have stopped that. Yeah, he really. could have seen that and been like, Dog yeah. Wilder, remember you're a hero. Don't <laughs> weld your son to his dog. <laughs> <laughs> What is going on? <laughs> maybe, maybe Superman the whole time was like, he's not really gonna, he's not gonna. Ah, oh, shit, I'm too late. <laughs> yeah, just... And there was, yeah, there was a second dog welder, so there wasn't even one. There was like two generations yeah. of dog welders. Holy shit! So this wasn't like this one-off thing. This was like it kept, it kept going. Oh my god! I, wow, my, my mind, wow. Doug, you have you have opened our eyes to the real world of the comics. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, fuck. Avengers Endgame. It's all about it's all about dog welder welding a poodle to his son. You know. That's the... Oh my god, unbefreaking believable. <laughs> well, speaking of odd decisions, and just one more little stop on the Marvel train. So, Marvel's Avengers announced that Spider Man is arriving on November thirtieth, but they like announced this in just like a. De- development roadmap with just like a little text thing saying hey he's coming it's like this could be their like a big thing for them i'm like what is this what is this team doing it's this is the weirdest game i don't even know it's it's very very strange yeah i mean that was like one of the big things i mean i know everybody was kind of mad about it but they're like man you're getting spider-man like that's a that's a big win for the for everybody and it's like seems like they're just gonna release them out and then see you see you later buddy this whole game, what could have been? What could have been? Could have had yeah. Dog Welder in it. He could have been a DLC character. <laughs> 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 Think of all the like DLC costumes you could have had. All the different like <laughs> breeds of dogs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh it's a weird thing, but it's uh so there's a lot of good, a lot of interesting. But yeah, as as far as Eternals go, I'm very, very intrigued by what what you'll think, Adrian, and everybody else, because definitely yeah. divisive, but yeah, I mean, if it's a self-contained story type deal, I'll definitely I'll check it out. Yeah, man. yeah. That's... Too bad it's only available in theaters, so it's kind of a little harder to see. But Chong Chi is coming to Disney Plus soon, and I'm yeah. excited because yeah. Chong Chi was great. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm excited to see that one. I'm I'm interested in how and what Doug would think of it because Chong Chi for two thirds of it is probably one of the best practically like practical arts sort of. Um, like hand-to-hand combat sort of stuff. The ending battle is a lot of CGI, though. So okay, I mean, I love like old kung fu movies and stuff like that, and yeah, like martial arts and and even like you know Hollywood martial arts. Yeah, that's. I you might that, like yeah, um, you might like that one more than some of the others, but okay, cool, yeah, good freaking stuff. So yeah, good soup, good soup, good. <laughs> <laughs> so, besides Marvel, the other big news was Elden Ring. We finally got like a big meaty look at uh at some gameplay and what this game's gonna look like. And Doug, I know you mentioned your yeah your friend was loving the Soulsborne games, but are you are you into those at all? Have you tried any of them? I'm not really into the. I've like done a little bit of Bloodborne. I did a little bit of the. Demon's Souls when it came out, but only just like every time my friend would get a little bit further in Demon's Souls, I would go like try to beat the boss that he beat and go like a little bit further than that just to frustrate him. 
but I never really like enjoyed it that much because when I play a game like God of War, I can crank the difficulty up and just know like when I get hit, I'm really going to get punished and stuff like that. And I'll do a little bit less damage. But when I'm playing God of War, I feel like a badass. That's true. When I have to dodge everything and I can only get like one hit at a time and I just have to wait until the next period. And there, there's nothing wrong with that. I really enjoyed Neo. Yeah, um, Neo's so good. But yeah, Neo's great. But it's just not, not my favorite way to play because, um, yeah, again, it's just kind of like, I want to jump in. I want to jump into a video game and get lost in it. And if I just am getting my ass whipped the whole time, I appreciate how great it feels to beat the bosses and move along, but oh, yeah. just not personally what I look for in a game. Yeah, it's, yep. it's definitely a, fair enough. Definitely an acquired taste, but it's a good taste. Once yeah, you I, I, I wish because I I love George R. R. Martin. I like all the lore behind Bloodborne. I think Elden Ring looks really cool. I just think that I would smash my controller if I honestly tried to play it. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking <laughs> of George R. R. Martin, uh, Eternals is basically should be called like Game of Eternals because Richard Madden, who played Rob Stark, is in it. Jon Snow is in it. The, there's a character named Cersei in it. And Ramin Jawadi, who like did the theme song and was the composer, did the music for it. It's like it's oh, like a wow. Game of Thrones reunion. It's got a crazy. It was like it like kept showing up, and I was That's like, cool. "Oh my god, very interesting." But yeah, um, but yeah. As far as Elden Ring goes, I yeah, I uh, I've I've beaten Bloodborne. I've tried pretty much every other Souls game, and I just, yeah, you've like platinum Bloodborne. Didn't I did you? not I platinum it. No, I've not. I, I did not get that oh, crazy, okay. but I definitely okay. fell in love with fell in love with it and finally got over that hump and still I, I mean had one of definitely the best moments of victory once you finally get through all that stuff but yeah because I, I really like Bloodborne because kind of what you were saying were you know methodical stuff one hit at a time like Bloodborne did kind of encourage you to go in and attack and if you like hit somebody after you got hit you kind of healed yourself and stuff which I liked so it kind of for like did kind of encourage you to be a little more aggressive which I liked but yeah, I, I, there's I, no blocking in that one, right? That's like the there, you so have there's to dodge and yeah, there's you don't like blocking. you don't necessarily get a shield. You can like parry and stuff, but yeah, there's not. I don't yeah, there's yeah. not. If I remember right. correctly, there's not really like the whole shield mechanic and stuff like that. So yeah, it's it's interesting. But you know, Elden Ring looks. Uh, it, it's funny. I, I I sent out a tweet and I got roasted a little bit. And I was not expecting it, but <laughs> I tweeted out that Elden Ring's map and marker system combined with the Spirit Steed. And the massive open world are giving me such strong Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild vibes. And I'm so excited to explore and discover all this world's secrets and feel that I'm the one doing it. Because that's like what I loved about Breath of the Wild. Like it was, it felt like it was your adventure. Like you were kind of placing the markers on the map and exploring the places and seeing what the world like, you know, has to hold. And like I got so many messages and people like saying, oh, this idiot from IGN thinks Breath of the Wild is the first open world game ever. And he's like, you think that this is like, <laughs> I was like, what is going on? And they're, yeah, they're like, yeah, it's, it was, everyone was giving me so much crap. And I'm like, this is not what I was saying. Yeah, it's like basically Breath of the Wild invented open world games. It's like so stupid. I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend everybody. And somebody said, well, you did. And you should be ashamed. <laughs> somebody tweeted, guy who has only seen the boss baby watching a second movie. Getting a lot of boss baby vibes from this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he got your ass on that he one. Did. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I have no arguments. I fully accept it. Sorry, that is my burner account. And, uh, yeah. I'm like, this is not the no, point I, mean, I was trying to it's make. It's definitely... <laughs> I mean, when you said that there's a semi-guidance system, but it's an open-world thing where you discover your own points, I was like, but you, you, before you said Breath of the Wild, I was like, oh, like Ghost of Tsushima. And then I'm sure there's like 10 other games you could have thought of yeah, that, right. you know, exactly. Like, and again, like there's um, like other open world games, but Breath of the Wild has been, a, it's the most open, open world. Right. And so I think, I think I know what you mean yeah. by that, where they're literally saying like, you're just going to go out yeah. and explore. Like you have the big points that you the, know you have to go to, but like you can go explore. Cause I, I was like saying, you right. know, with Ubisoft, like all the Assassin's Creed and Far Cry, like you get the tower and then, then you just go from waypoint to waypoint to waypoint. But I like when you're kind of, you're the one who's adventuring and finding the stuff. That, I think that's what makes it makes it special. And those are more linear stories. You know, all the Dark Souls and Bloodborne and stuff like that is just kind of like a you're trying to find your way out of here eventually, but it's also about exploring all like this more metroidvania dungeon style thing you know you're not exploring like an open world or just exploring all the level that's available to you and so they're trying to like match that up here and yeah that's that's really really i think that's a cool idea again though if i if i do it i'm just gonna be like well i want to go over there but this guy with the giant shield keeps whipping my ass <laughs> yeah, I know. So I know. I'm, uh, I'm pissed off that i paid 70 dollars <laughs> for this just so a, a, a robot could whip my ass all day Seriously. so yeah, but it. Uh, I'm just excited that it. I'm kind of with you. I'm just kind of. I, I. I do think you guys should give it a chance because, like, I mean, it really does feel like the next gen version of Boss Baby. So, like, it's just uh, <laughs> really, really exciting stuff. I mean, I think the humor and the the characters and the the talking babies. I mean, the it's, animation. It's <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, oh my god, that's so funny. But yeah, Zabe actually wrote in to uh, podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. Oh yeah, Zabe. And he said, hello, excellent people. So, Elden Ring looks really cool. Shocker, but I've never played a Souls game or a From Software game. Do you find Gentleman and Jack think I should dabble in one before <laughs> Elden Ring? Or should I just keep my seal and have the most fun when it comes out? Also, when are we continuing our Back for Blood campaign? Yours, Video Gaming League. Let's go! Zabe, PS. Forza Horizon looks awesome. PSS, you guys look awesome. So do oh, you, Zabe. Thanks. You're breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> So, and Adrian, I forget, I've, have you beat any Souls games? Or didn't you try? Nope. Have you tried any of them? I I have not tried any of them except for last week. I really wanted to play more Returnal, uh, so I downloaded Bloodborne because it's a similar <laughs> game because it's hard. Um, and I got to the character creation screen, and I was like, yeah, this looks like it's from 2015, and I turned it off and uninstalled it. <laughs> nice. um, and then I just reinstalled Returnal and played that a few times. <laughs> um, but no, I have not. I do want to play Elden Ring, and I would like to play... Like, I might try Demon Souls at some point when it's on sale because... I never thought of myself like I always play whenever I get an option I always put game modes in the easiest options just because I just want to really experience the story and feel like a badass um but I really enjoyed Returnal's difficulty and so I might be interested in trying another game like that 
but not one that looks old. So, and 2015 is not old compared. I mean, it's like six years ago, but I don't know. Yeah. Going from one generation to the next, it's can be a difference for sure. I'm just picturing you like playing uh, high end games, drinking Mountain Dew out of a wine glass. Like, (laughs) I don't play old games. Old games are old. (laughs) I'm surprised we haven't got any type of really update for Bloodborne yet. I mean, people have been clamoring for that thing. So it's, yeah, it's a, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 good, but you know, I as far as Zabe, like I mean, I think if you want to try, like if you want to try, yeah, the Demon Souls remake, I think that is kind of fun to play. I I couldn't even really get through it so much. I mean, I I think maybe I wasn't in the right mindset. So it's I don't know. Souls games are so weird. I feel like going to a like doing a Souls game is like walking around a big mansion with like a bunch of keys and like trying them, and like sometimes it'll get unlocked, but sometimes it won't, and you have to keep going. Like, it's, it's very tricky. I mean, once you kind of get the formula, I think they kind of click. But for someone coming in the first time, I don't know, I think maybe try Elden Ring. I mean, I think it it's, you know, the open world may may be something that could be different. I mean, I'm sure it's going to still be ridiculously hard, obviously, and stuff like that. But I feel like all of them are hard. So, I mean, you're not really, there's not really an easy one. <laughs> I mean, I, like I said, I did like Bloodborne. I thought that was kind of the one that helped me get get through it so i would definitely recommend that because that's the only one i beat but um was he looking for an alternative to from software games or something to play into so he yeah he was just kind of saying should i like should i try a souls game before elden ring or should i just go into elden ring fresh and just have that be my first one i mean i would say if you're gonna do elden ring then there's like i wouldn't bother playing one of the older from software games or play but play something like adjacent like play neo 2 or play ghost of tsushima and like crank the difficulty up or something like that boss um, baby but those the are game? just yes boss baby the game <laughs> boss baby 2 the game yeah um shrek 2 the game that's a party game on um gamecube that was actually fucking sweet nice. but like i don't know if i if i had adrian won't play it it's too old yeah no definitely <laughs> not fair yeah but yeah if, it doesn't I, have if 4K... i was just gonna be trying to no, no yeah, I was you got to have 4K. You got to have Shrek, <laughs> Shrek 2 and 4K. Is, is yeah. like that would be. I need 4K. That, that's the game that needs a remake. Yeah, <laughs> I need to play Shrek 2 and 60 FPS. <laughs> but now I, I would say like, um, if you're just trying to burn time before Elden Ring comes out and you want to try something similar, Neo 2 is awesome, it's and really so is Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima is different because it's more of a story open world game, but it's fucking sweet. Yeah, and that, you know that's also what's kind of interesting about Souls games. I feel like you know, obviously, there's the three Dark Souls games, but like Dark Souls feels a lot. I mean, not totally different, but it feel definitely feels different than Bloodborne, and feels different than Sekiro. Because like in Sekiro, you're kind of like zipping up, and you have like grapples and hook shots, and kind of flying all over the place. And Bloodborne, you're you know a little more aggressive and trying to like attack right into people. And Dark Souls is a bit more methodical and stuff. And Elden Ring kind of looks to be kind of a mix between those two. So, you know, even playing an old one, like you, you might train your brain in one way, and it may even <laughs> not necessarily. I mean, it'll obviously help, but it it could be a little bit yeah, different because yeah. the the games they are they are relatively different. So it's interesting. Bill, are you gonna try this at all? What do you think? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Because <laughs> there's only so many times I can yell, oh, bullshit, before I lose my voice. We have, so, to, bring, you know. we have to bring back Gamer of Thrones and do Elden Ring of Thrones. All right, fine, I'm in. 
<laughs> I'm an easy sell. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It you know it got delayed a bit. It's coming out two days before my birthday, so it'll be a nice birthday present. Hopefully, it doesn't make me cry. I'm sure, it will. You think it'll make you cry? Maybe. (laughs) You never. I mean, there's a possibility anything could make you cry. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm a big fan of crying. Not gonna lie, it's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, you never know. Sometimes does when the game's gonna get to you. Maybe just sat on your balls. Something will beat you. (laughs) All those Mike Flanagan (laughs) shows made me cry. So I'm a little baby. Bill, you should watch Blind Manor. It's really good. Yeah, that's Nick. It's coming up. Yes. Can we? Can I ask? Okay. Never mind. We just all right. <laughs> the, you you mentioned you mentioned there was a jump scare that made you very sad and affected you in the Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. And when you were talking, I was like, I bet I know which one he's talking about. And then you revealed the detail about it later, and it was a different one. So I just do want really? to say that it is impressive and cool that that show managed to really fuck two people up in two different ways. So <laughs> yes. That's very good. Yeah, definitely. Yours wasn't. Uh, yours wasn't in a car. Nope, it was on a couch. Oh, oh yeah, oh, that, yeah. yeah. That's that's yeah. I know what yeah. you're talking about. That was a good one too. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> that shit was. Yeah, that shit was brutal. But yeah, the one in the car was more memorable because my wife and I both, I think, simultaneously simultaneously shit our pants and yelled, <laughs> "Oh fuck!" at the same time. That's true love, right that's there. Fair. Yeah, and you shit your pants on the couch and then you know the couch yeah and you know she blamed one cat i blamed the other we all pretend it didn't happen that's why you have two cats it's perfect that's right (laughs) oh my god freaking cat welder (laughs) that's what you should have been for halloween though watch your face well catch your your face face. oh my god don't you don't you be doing crimes over there i'll fucking I'll fucking weld a cat to your face. I feel like my life has been forever changed from this conversation. <laughs> oh my gosh. Every every problem you see from here on out, you're going to be like, well, could I weld a dog to it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I would have loved to have been in that planning meeting. Like, what were the characters that yeah. didn't make it? Like, that's what I really want to know. <laughs> Go down to the shelter, and they're like, what kind of dog are you looking for? Well, one that's good for welding. You got any, you got any of those? Yeah, yeah, what did you say, sir? Dogs flying around. You say Welsh? Like, oh, Welsh yeah, yeah, we, we, got, we got plenty of pugs. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Unbelievable! No, but don't, don't, don't weld your, your dog. Yeah, we do not control don't weld your pets, please. Please, nobody do that. Nobody. I mean, get them. We should not say that, but it is <laughs> 2021. Disclaimer. Yeah. Disclaimer. <laughs> nobody weld your dogs know. to anything, especially not a person. Just people agree. say it's bad to people say it's bad to weld your pets to to people in their faces, but I'd like to do my own research. <laughs> yeah, right. So. <laughs> Oh great, Adrian's on YouTube looking up welding tips, <laughs> pretending it's research. Oh my god. Goddamn cancel culture not letting me weld dogs yeah. America. <laughs> oh, here comes the anti-welding woke mob. Yeah. <laughs> what about my rights? What about what about my rights to weld dogs to people? Yeah, right. <laughs> This is a free country. It's a personal freedom. 
Oh, the world we live in. So wonderful, gentlemen. Um, well, we did. We got another question from Frank from Missouri. And Bill, why don't you read our question from good old Frankie and see how you F it up? You're not the boss of me. <laughs> I'm going to read it because I want the, to. I'm the boss baby of you. <laughs> you got me. You got me. That's a callback. <laughs> Frank from Missouri writes, hey, all long time. No talk. I've been a bit busy as my wife and I just had our first child. Go Frank! Hey! <laughs> like awesome. both of you at the same time did this? <laughs> Congratulations. So Frank. proud of you, Frank. Frank. Oh, Frank's a papa. We're starting the best journey awesome. ever, my friend. All right, Frank, you have to now write in Papa Frank from Missouri. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. Is your Whatever your kid's name is now blank from Missouri. <laughs> He's got to be Frank Jr. from Missouri, right? Yeah. <laughs> or I don't know. Frank. Uh, he put, now I know Jack is basically Bill's baby. <laughs> <laughs> and Adam has the wonderful Liam. Yeah, those, those diapers are a nightmare. Um, so I was wondering if you boys could give me some suggestions on when we should introduce games to our kids. Or what game you hope to play with them. Bill, don't say the forest. <laughs> well, joke's on you, Frank, because by the time I have a kid, Sons of the Forest will be out. Maybe. And yeah, <laughs> sad. I don't have any kids. I don't think so. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know, Adam. You you need to jump on yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, Adam. This is all. I you mean, need. I tried giving him the Google Stadia controller, and he didn't quite take to it huh. yet. So that's that's called child abuse, <laughs> and I will report you. <laughs> you keep threatening it, but then I keep doing it, and you don't do anything. So maybe you're the problem. Oh. I got a new job and my manager was like, I have a Google Stadia. And I was I'm like, sorry. Mm, I can't. You're going to be working for me in six months. <laughs> where, do you, where do you see yourself in five years? Not in the Google fucking Stadia, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, what could have been? What could have been? Um, but, yeah, it's uh, I've, I've thought about this a lot, and I was – you know, because I went, I kind of went through this with my brother and sister who were like, my dad got remarried and had a little brother and sister. And they kind of started, I think we got them like a Nintendo DS, I think when they were like five or six or something. And they were like kind of into it. But then when they were seven or eight, I feel like is when they really kind of started understanding it and really getting into it. I mean, Liam already kind of knows how to use an iPad, which is scary. <laughs> like he, he knows how to get to YouTube. He knows how to skip the ads. He knows how to like remove the notifications. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> so that's wait. Yeah. You didn't get your kid YouTube premium? <laughs> I know. You know, he's got to <laughs> suffer a little bit, okay? He's got to suffer a little bit. That's true. Yeah, but yeah, he was... You got to give him that premium so he's directly rooted into Joe Rogan's white supremacist <laughs> yes. theories about vaccines. <laughs> you got to get him started. Oh, my God. Got to get him started. What's right. this, this podcast about video games, right? Video games. Yes, right. Talk yes, about. video games. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's... Uh... But no, I really do things... I mean, like, games and, and toys and bright colors and patterns and visual hand like manipulation is honestly part of how you're supposed to engage children so I'm, like i don't think that video games are as bad as people make them out to be um i don't think that like it's like anything else you shouldn't just put your kid down in front of a tv and like let it raise him but also at the same time like i don't know i played tons of video games and watched tons of tv growing up and i'm like better for it in some ways you know yeah. like and yeah. so yeah like i don't i don't have a kid i don't know like when you should start telling them to play games and stuff like that but 
even as my like my dad is mid 60s now and we used to like pass the controller back and forth and play call of duty big red one stuff like that and like that was him getting into games like way after he normally would have like just to get into them because he likes history and like likes hanging out like hanging out with me so like yeah i think any like you know play if you're playing games like with your kid i think like that's an awesome thing yeah. to to yeah. do like, just the same way as like throwing a football or something right. like that as long as it's like it's all yeah and know. doing it the right way in moderation not just using yeah. it as it, like moderation. just play it and do all this stuff but yeah i mean like my earliest memory is playing super mario world with my mom till like way too late at night which was probably like 9 p.m but it was like, <laughs> but that was like one of my yeah, most yeah, cherished yeah. memories. And like, honestly, like that moment is one of the reasons like I work for IGN now because I, it was like such a formative moment for me. And mm -hmm. like, it really, like it, awesome. it was one of my greatest memories. And like, I can't wait to be able to do that with Liam and whatever he is. Like one thing I don't recommend people is like, if you have a favorite game, don't like force them to like play the games, like let them kind of come to it. I think that's really what I've been told a lot and I think makes a lot of sense because I feel like if you were like, really? I need, I need this guy to like love Nintendo and I'm going to keep giving him Nintendo games that might kind of do the opposite of what you want it to be. So we can, we can cut to Liam's bedroom. That's just like all <laughs> Oops. legend of Zelda, yeah. just like fully <laughs> breath of the wild. <laughs> I don't know. Next week it might we'll see uh, next week. It might have dog welder posters. So we'll have to see. <laughs> <laughs> When I was a kid, I used to spend a lot of time playing Frogger with my mom. I've mentioned this like before, and uh, man, she sucked. Um, and 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 I admit I I did too. Um, now Frogger so is we like played a, the same level a lot. Um, but I now as somebody who doesn't have kids or knows a lot about it, I got two things of advice. One, um, choose the kind of game he's going to play based on what kind of beer he likes, right? So if you like a like a light yeah, beer or valid, something, valid. start with Nintendo. If he's more into like a Guinness Stout, hook that father fucker up with some Resident Evil right <laughs> off the bat, you know. <laughs> and uh, also the other suggestion would be start with Five Nights at Freddy's. Man, give the nightmares. Like, There's a new right one coming out, out too. Early. There's a new one coming out yeah. too, so it's perfect. So that's my parental advice that I would. Give. <laughs> oh, we lost Doug. He's like can't take it anymore. <laughs> Shit. He was just like I can't be associated with this bullshit. <laughs> He's probably smart. Probably smart. <laughs> He's like the fuckery is strong with these guys. <laughs> oh man. Is he... Come back, Doug. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> see, Bill, Bill, you need you need to like record these seminars and like go cross country and and give these talks. This is this is important information. The parent you know yeah, like, you know when you don't know you Bill talk. Yeah, well you know when you don't know you don't know. So like you need to inform the people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I mean they need to know like if your kids doing shots right off the bat, yeah, you you might have a little bit of a problem. But if he's like pussing out on Coors Light, get throw them away, get a new one. They're easy to make. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't take long. No, not at all. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. There's a reason I don't have kids. I think everybody <laughs> just realized what it is. I'm still not sure what it is, but I think it might be because I'm stupid. Well, one of our last <laughs> one of our last things because Zabe brought it up, and this is another. This is like probably on the level of well, I don't know. Well, you'll you'll have to let me know, but it might be on the level of dog welder. So you know, like these. So he said in chat, YouTube Kids is a lifesaver. Blippy. And I don't know if you guys know who Blippy is, but he's he's one of these like kid YouTuber. He's like a 
30-some-year-old man who's, like, one of the kid YouTubers that, like, makes all these videos. Like, oh, look at me. Let's go look at a plane. boop a boop a boop And, like, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, like, oh, man. He's one of those guys. And, you know, when you look at somebody and they're, like, there's something wrong with can this dude. Me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Cool. Can hear me? Yeah, can you hear us? We can't hear you. Can you yeah. hear us? Are we about to are we about to talk about Blippy pooping on his friend's chest? A little yeah, we are. <laughs> what? So, Whoa. so yes. is Blippy R. Kelly? So, so yeah, so you know, Doug kind of spoiled the story, so we'll get there, but But it's even worse than that. So so the, so the, yeah, so I was I was watching these videos because Liam was on YouTube Kids and he clicked on this and I was like you know, someone who does this and the way he does it, there's something wrong with this. There's, there's, there's got to be a, like a, another story to this guy. So my wife and I, you know, went on Wikipedia, looked at all this stuff. So we looked up Blippi, who is, his name is Stephen John, born May 27th, 1988, same year I was born. You know, he's a childlike, energetic guy, dressed up in a blue and orange beanie cap, tries to teach kids all this stuff. But then you go I'm down live near school. and then you go to this section what? that's called Steezy Grossman. And you're like, okay. John started making gross-out videos in 2013 under the persona of Steezy Grossman, a boy who was born as poop after his parents had anal sex. <laughs> whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> I'm like, whoa, what? Uh, and then, yeah, yeah, then in 2013, John performed the Harlem Shake on a toilet and defecated on a naked friend. <laughs> and I'm like, well, this is what kids in, are in all honesty, who hasn't? It just that got, that got recorded that time. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Hey, hey, I was like, "What the <laughs> hell?" We were reading this, that's, and I'm like, "I knew it! I knew it!" I knew something There was something wrong weird. with you. But this, you know I mean, what, this man? guy has hundreds you know of millions of views, man. Hundreds of millions. It's crazy. Don't knock it till you try it. That's all I'll say. Yeah. I haven't tried it, so I'm not knocking it. <laughs> just don't knock it. It was his audition video to get in with Dog Welder. Yeah, right. <laughs> do 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 Welder. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, that's a that's yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, YouTube's a YouTube's a nightmare, and people that make content are a lot of times just like, like there's a guitar guy who's again the same thing where he's like very childlike energy and like advertises towards tweens and stuff uh, but then also like he'll run like adam and eve advertisements <laughs> in his youtube stuff nice. which is like that's monetized and like you can't you can't do both of those things like i don't know yeah but yeah uh, yeah it's pretty lame to do there's always another side to the story yeah so it's interesting i'm just Concerned that we're talking about someone named Blippy, and I'm just picturing Jack listening to this, thinking of all the <laughs> jokes we missed, and just like, "Oh my God, you guys!" Oh, but I do have top secret intel that not to worry about Jack because I've I've heard he's got ice cream cake. Ooh, that's pretty good. Yeah, Ooh. so he's enjoying ice cream cake tonight. So don't don't feel bad for him for not being here. So happy, so proud of him. Jack's busy pooping. <laughs> Oh my god! He's in uh, yeah, too busy pooping. Yeah, that's pooping on his, pooping on yeah. his friend. <laughs> Watch y'all's chest. Oh man, this world, man, this world is something it else. Comes, Jack's gonna run by Blippy attack. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, hepatitis. Yep. Well, gentlemen, on that note, unless anyone has any things, I think that might bring us to the end of. Wait, our wait, show. wait! Holy shit! Oh, we got one more thing. Breaking news. That's here. This is on Twitter. Breaking news. 
There's going to be a dog welder film voiced by Chris Pratt. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that son of a bitch gets everything. Thank god. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Batista is the defenestrator. <laughs> I can't wait for this movie. Unbelievable. Chris Pratt, man. What what a guy. What a guy. Taking on all the roles. Taking every role. I mean, he's <laughs> monopolizing Hollywood right now. Literally. <laughs> That is fantastic. All right. Well, you know. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for having me on tonight. This has been such a pleasure. It's been a <laughs> Thanks blast. for hanging yeah, with us and jumping fantastic. in, yeah, man. Was, I appreciate yeah. it. I mean, you introduced us to Dog Welder. Sure. You will forever be a legend with yes. the podcast. So thank you. Special place in our heart. <laughs> you have done us a great service yeah, tonight, man. my friend. You're Maybe back in the future time. I can jump on it. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. well. I'll be back, yes. motherfuckers. Yes, there we go. Yes, sir. <laughs> right. down. Absolutely. And shout, shout out again. Shout out to Frank. Shout out to Zabe. Shout out to Jose. Shout out to everybody else who writes in. Um, you guys, everybody's so cool. It's always good to hear from everybody else. And it's always a pleasure to hear from y'all making the podcast. You know, I get y'all need to take breaks and everything. But just know that everybody out here always really enjoys waking up and, and seeing y'all's uploads Aww. and shit like that. So. <laughs> Thanks, means man. a lot, man. I'm, I appreciate you know, I'm it. Here. I'm you it's like you know, professional help. Yes, that that is also true. <laughs> Immediately, <laughs> but like I said, it's people <laughs> like you and friends like you that like that's what it's all about and why we do it. And it's just we're so glad to be able to have you on here and actually talk to you and and laugh. I mean, that's that's what life's all about, my friend. So we're uh, mm -hmm. we couldn't be happier. Yeah, well, it has been an absolute pleasure, gentlemen. I'm gonna hit the hay. <laughs> you guys go have fun. But we should do uh, we should do like a. Fan phantasm or among us or some shit like that oh definitely soon. we should yes. play some yeah we'll definitely sure. do that and we gotta get some halo going all too. right I'm excited absolutely. For that. yeah doug is there Ooh, is there any, anything you want to i want to plug or people follow you or just look or just shout to the moon doug whenever people need you um you can follow me on twitter at tequila werewolf but i don't really get on my twitter anymore um so yeah. <laughs> so up to you. Uh, my, up to you if you want yeah, to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, my, that's my um, PSN and my Xbox Live name as well, uh, Tequila Werewolf. So you can add me on there. Sometimes I'm playing stuff. Like I said, a lot of the stuff I play is single player, but um, always interested in jumping into something if I have the internet service for well, it. I think, um, you know, I. You guys mentioned. Oh, what were you saying? No, I just, you guys said uh, Back for Blood. I did. I have Xbox Game Pass, so I downloaded that. So that might be something we could play. Thanks. Yeah, it's crossplay yeah. too, so that's kind of cool. Oh, dope! Nice. Yeah, I think uh, you know I, I, we talked about this before, and I, you know, I would love to do like a Gamers Advocate Extra Life stream where we can kind of get people and do like a game night and do that kind of thing. We've talked about that in yes. the past, so maybe we can try to do that. Like maybe when Halo comes out or some other things. Or, Absolutely. So yeah. That. That's definitely something we want to think about. So, you know, if anyone has any ideas or thoughts, you feel free to send them to podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. But definitely something that we would love to do because, you know, I, I we do yeah, a lot of stuff could, in Columbus with Extra Life and Nationwide Children's Hospital. Right, and yeah. things, so. I mean, if we could try to link up a couple localities. I mean, I got some gamer buddies here in Richmond. We could try to get some people together yeah. and, yeah, just get do a couple yeah yeah that'd be awesome yeah, we'll do some good I'd stuff love to do that. so well, that'll that'll be in the works we'll talk about that behind the scenes and stuff so we'll keep everybody updated but um yeah if you want to stay tuned to all that kind of stuff you can follow me on twitter at adam bankhurst you can follow billy at sink pisser <laughs> amazing 
<laughs> at the Swinzilla. You can follow Adrian at GS Kishi Boy. You can follow Jack at Snowman Buddy. And obviously, you can follow Doug at Tequila Werewolf again. And uh, honestly, yeah, Doug, once again, thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for writing in. Of course, of course. uh, Thank you. Thank you all for the invite. Oh, anytime, my friend. You're always welcome. Yeah, thank you, everybody, for listening and making us a part of your week. And, you know, we love you. We hope you have a great day and or night. And we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Peace. Goodbye. Peace.